0: Uh, hello, Tommy. How are you doing? Hope, hopefully, everyone is all well down and Kerry. and looking forward to the the Munster Championship, everything is all right here now, and we're looking forward to uh, the clash with uh, the clash with Sligo in a couple of weeks' time. So, uh, I suppose was a small matter of Mayo, Mayo, and Galway uh, first at this weekend, so that it'll be entertaining. But plenty of uh, it's great to
1: see the championship back again. It is, yeah, and we're looking forward, I suppose, really to taking on Cork and uh, hopefully the fixtures will be solved and that that it will be a home video for Cork and I suppose really it'll be the start of the championship and look, I suppose we had a a brilliant league campaign, the same at Roscommon, so I suppose the only thing is we can try to move on from here and try to win our, our provincial title.
0: That's right, yeah, and uh, fingers crossed and the best of luck to Kerry in the Munster Championship and uh, of course Roscommon as well. So, uh, this week we're on. We're going to be talking about the nineteen seventy nine All Ireland Senior Football Final between Roscommon or between Dublin and Kerry, and of course, no more than any of the other clashes.
1: This this was another epic match uh, between two great sides. It was indeed, and I suppose really it would be remembered for, I suppose really, the final, I suppose really, that year of the Linster final, I suppose, with Jimmy Keaveny being sent off and he got banned for eight weeks. But unfortunately, the Pope came to Ireland that year and uh, the final was put back a week, so Jimmy Keaveny couldn't play. And Dublin were after winning six Linster titles in a row. And I suppose really Dublin won for the first a unique thing this year because, you know, they won in 74, Kerry won in 75. Uh, Dublin won in 76 and 77 Dublin uh, last in 78 so they were in the final in, in 79 so it was their 6th final in a row and I suppose if you look at the provincial uh, championships that year I suppose Roscommon beat Mayo or three fifteen to two ten, Uh the doubles beat Offaly 1-8 to 9 points uh, Kerry beat Cock two fourteen 14 to and 4 won their first also title since 1938 they beat Donegal one fifteen to 11 points in the All-Allen semi-finals that year, Kerry beat Manning 5-14 to 7 points. And Dublin beat a gallant Roscommon that year, 14 points to one ten. Ross Roscommon went down by a single point to Dublin that year. And, you know, I always say, and I look back at the games, I always thought that this was a very, very good Roscommon side and the following year they went to the finals. So this was a very, very good um, period for Roscommon football as well. That's
0: it, and of course, uh, I I know it's of no consolation to tourists but uh, you know, I suppose that there's a positivity they can take out, they can take from that, as in, you know, th- this is this was a very talented, um, a very talented Dublin team, and to have only been to have only been beaten by one point. Um, there's there's a positive to that because when when you consider all the other teams around the country that would have come up against uh, Dublin, they, they could have lost by more. So it, it's 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 a testament to Roscommon's skill and resilience and uh, the quality of the players and the quality of the coaching that uh, and how well prepared this Roscommon this Roscommon team was that they that they only lost uh, they, they only lost by a point, maybe
1: even a game they could have won. It was, yeah, and I suppose really the proof of the pudding this year, if you were to go by the All-Stars, that Ross Comet had got three All-Stars this year they're run the same power as, as Dublin getting three All-Stars, so they had some fantastic players that were rewarded in fairness as well. That's
0: it, and I suppose really going through, going through the, um, the two teams, the, the Kerry team and the Dublin team for uh, the 1979 team, can you take us through them?
1: I can, yeah, and I suppose really if you start the, the Dublin team, did a great Paddy Cullen, number two kennedy Mick Holden at number three, uh, David Foran at number four, the great Tommy Drum at number five, Frank Ryder at number six, Pat O'Neill at seven, outstanding midfielder of Brian Mullins at number eight, Bernard Brogan at nine, uh, Anton O'Toole at uh, ten, Tony Hanno at eleven, David Hickey at twelve, Mick Hickey at thirteen, Bobby Doyle at fourteen, and Jack McCarthy at fifteen. I suppose really the big talking point about the Kerry uh, the team this year or oh, that year I think that um, Joe Power didn't stop and I think that John O'Keefe went off early so in goals we had Charlie Nilligan we had Jimmy Dean with John O'Keefe Mick Spillane Paddy O'Shea the captain the great Tim Hosh Paddy Paulie Lynch Jack O'Shea at field with Sean Wells Tommy Dyle Ogie Moore Pat Spillane Mikey Sheehy Owen Liston and John Egan all household names throughout the football community over Ireland these names are outstanding footballers and men that were decorated with all all on the medals during the seventies and the early eighties.
0: And look, looking at the looking at these two teams, these are, um, I, I suppose, very, very evenly matched teams in, in every game that they played against each other. Because I mean, both teams had had brilliant had brilliant defences, but also very tricky forwards. Um, fitness levels very high as well between the, the you know by all by both of these teams and I suppose that's what made it made these finals I suppose that the shooting skills and that the scoring um was is what stood out and made these made both sets of forwards
1: um you know quality sides it did yeah and I suppose really if you, as I said if you look back from the early 70s Dublin won in 74 Kerry won 75 Dublin won 76 and 77 uh, Kerry 178, 79 and 80, and 81. I suppose, really, look, if you look uh, between seven or eight finals between them, I suppose, really, the games would have been very close. And I suppose, really, as we speak about the players there down through the years, look, Dublin always seemed to find the player, an extra player. So always, Kerry, always found a few players coming through. But I suppose, really, Kerry and Dublin, look, I suppose, they, they, they dominated the football, I suppose, really, from 1974. I suppose, really, looking up to, really, I suppose, probably... 1982 when off Bay Kerry in the final. But I suppose, really, look, I suppose, I suppose the talking point really this day, I suppose, was the two big guns being in the final. But I suppose, look, really, I can remember I was watching the, the the old footage of it there, and I suppose, look, Kerry came out in the first half that day, I think, then Mikey Sheehy, he got a goal. And I think, in fairness, look, I suppose, people were talking about Kerry, I suppose, Sheehy got a goal out earlier on, I suppose, really. And I suppose, you know, it was a very low-scoring game, at half time Kerry led one seven to three points and I suppose really Kerry came out in the second half look and they shot the lights out they got two goals she he got another goal and there was a there, there was a penalty and uh Gianni Egan got a goal so the full time score was 313 to one eight and I think Kerry ran out comfortable winners but I suppose really look it was a, a unique final I suppose really look it was a it was a game look where where two met two fantastic records coming up and I suppose really look on the day I suppose look Mikey Sheehy got two six John Egan got it one one Pat Spillane got four points. The Bomber Liston got a point. Jack O'Shea got a point. Jim Moran. Jim Ronan came on as a sub, got a goal. Uh, Bobby Dio got three points. Tony Hannan got, got a brace. Uh, David Hickey got a brace of points. And Anton O'Toole got a point as well.
0: That's it. And of course, uh, we, we all know, um, you know, I suppose the, the talking points from the first half and I suppose the scores in the first half, could you take us through them?
1: Yeah, I suppose really in the first half, I suppose she I suppose Mikey, she look. I suppose really, look, he got he, he got he got a goal after ten minutes, and I suppose really, look, that like Kerry put it, uh, a few points on the bar, and and look, I suppose really, look, it, 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 it was a low-scoring game. It was a, it was um a poor first half. It was uh I read reports about it. I watched it a few times. It was a poor scrappy first half. But I suppose really, look. Dublin came out in the second half and I suppose really, look, they they they, they were chasing the game. Kerry, look, they, they they rallied on. They got two more goals, another goal from uh, a penalty. They got a goal from John Egan and, you know, they got 10 points. So, they, I mean, they, 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 they wound up getting three thirteen to Dublin's 1-7. I suppose really, look, I suppose really, the I men that stood out that day, I suppose, was Mikey Sheehy getting 2-6 and I suppose really, look, look, Johnny, Egan getting one one, and I suppose look the great Pat Spillane getting four points. I think it was Dublin's. It, it was a uh, Kerry's game in Fells, so they, they They took the game from 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 Dublin at halftime, and they rallied on in the second half. Look and look, the Dublin couldn't hold them. Really, look, this was a very good Kerry side.
0: And I suppose really looking at the looking at the halftime team talk from both teams, um, I suppose what changes tactically and. With regards to substitutions, would have been made at half time. What would have been said by the managers at half time, do you think?
1: Well, I suppose, really, I suppose, look, I suppose Kelly were in command. Look, it was 1 7, 10 points to 3. I suppose Dublin were in trouble, you know. I suppose, they, you know, they, Kelly were, were, were winning the ball and they were, you know, they were they were, they were, they were, they were, they were more, they were more attacking, you know. I suppose things were going their way as well. I suppose, really, look, I think that Dublin on Dublin with, um, Two chains, I think uh, Jim Ryan got a goal that they came on from, uh, from from O'Driscoll and I think they brought on another player but I think Kerry only brought on one so I think it was Vincent O'Connor for John O'Keefe and I think Paddy O'Shea got sent out that day as well so, you know, I suppose really look, being the manager of Dublin that time I suppose really, what could you say at half-time look, you were chasing the game look lads, just go and give it your best and I suppose really, I suppose, the man, I suppose Mick O'Dwyer as a, as a great manager he was look, he would have known this Dublin team inside out he would have known the players that he had, look he probably know. look, this was a very good Kerry side. Look, he said, lads, look, just go out, look, you're playing out there, look, you do what you, you do what you do best. At the end of the day, Kerry came out to 313 to 1-8. Look, Kerry moved on. They won the they, they won the final in 79. They came out again in 1918, they met Ross And this is this was this was one that Ross should have won.
0: And you were saying there about um, it was a low scoring final would you put that down to I suppose the quality of the defending or would it be down to uh, or would it have been down to maybe uh, poor shooting at times throughout the game or would it be a mixture of both?
1: I'd say being truthful for you I suppose the goals win games and Kerry stuck three goals that day and I suppose if we took the goals out it was three thirteen to 1-8 look it would have been you know it would have been 13 points to, the final score to 1-7 but I suppose really look, it was a mixture of probably bad wides and stuff like that. But I still think, you know, I still think that carry look, look, not being a carry man, look, but I still think I've watched them Dean the times. They carry with a better side that day, you know. They they hunted the ball well in packs, you know. They move well like as a unit. Look, they 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 brought good attacking football. They kept on plugging away at the doubles. They kept on getting the scores. Look, Dublin had no really answer for carriers there.
0: And I suppose really when, when you look at that era, these teams would have come across each other, you know, uh, either in All-Ireland files or throughout the championship at some stage in that era so many times that it would have been a maybe a case of the, the players were so, so familiar with one another. It was kind of like, you know, when you're playing... Uh, playing the same so when two teams play each other so many times in the season or, or over a couple of seasons you kind of <laughs> I don't mean it in a bad way but you kind of get sick of one another would that, do you think there was an element of that?
1: It was I suppose really it was like Manchester United playing Liverpool taking it from soccer it was probably the two top teams and I suppose I suppose really look I suppose if you put Kerry against Dublin every third or fourth weekend, that time there would have been a different result like, if you look back at the results, like, Dublin won the final 74. They beat Galway. It was 14 points to 1-6. Kerry won 75, two twelve 12 to 11 points. Dublin won 176 3 at to 10 points. Dublin won 1977. They beat Armagh 5-12 five, five to 3-6. Kerry won 78. liston got three goals. It was five eleven to 9 points. And Kerry won 79, 3 13 to 1 points. I think, really, it was the goals by Kerry that, that that won these all-outs from. They got five goals. In 77, they got three goals in 76 and they got three goals in 79.
0: And lo- looking at the, the games across that era as well uh, where both of them met so many times in all Ireland Finals, y- you know you, you were saying that this particular one was a low scoring final, then you, you you could get other you could get a mixture of them you could get you could have other Ireland final clashes between them and there'd be high scoring and then there'd be other matches like this particular one that were low scoring. So there, there, there probably would have been a, a mixture of high scoring and low scoring finals between these two
1: teams. Well, yeah, it wasn't really that low a score, and I suppose Kerry finished up three thirteen to 1-8, but I suppose the halftime was 1-7 to 3 points, I suppose, really, in hindsight, that Dublin only came out, you know, in fairness, look, you know, they only got five points in the second half that day, I suppose, Kerry, they, 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 they got about 2-3 or something like that, but I suppose, look, you, you look at the finals down through the years, most of the finals have been one ten 10 to 1-8, 14 points to 1-6, to 11 points later on in, in years, you know, I suppose yeah. as, as we said look I suppose look it's just I suppose it's all on the day really and I suppose I suppose look, goals win games sometimes and I suppose we we just seem to have the in 78 we got five goals you know Dublin got five goals in 77 you know and I suppose really look it's it, it, it's 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 all on the day and I suppose really look at that, that that Kerry was strong that time and I suppose look as we said look if Kerry met Dublin a few times a year that your time you'd have different results because they know they know they know each other so well you know and of course, the, the structure that both teams
0: would have had, uh, the, understa- the underage structure that that each of the count- that those two counties would have, uh, I suppose, a conveyor belt, uh, maybe more so with Kerry than, than Dublin. But both of them, really, you could say, due to the population and the, the quality of the players being produced and coming up through the, uh, I suppose, under-16 minor, under-21s, right into senior... Um, you know the they the were producing quality was coming through it was coming through as well and I suppose that no more so than the, the current day of, uh, you know nowadays for Kerry and Dublin there's a, there's always uh, quality players coming through. so I suppose looking at the minor the Kerry minor team and the, and the uh, Dublin minor team of that year, would you have seen those uh, you know or the minor team of that era? Would well, there have been many team, many players on those minor teams that would have that that were earmarked for coming through and get getting in coming coming into the the Kerry or, or Dublin teams?
1: Well, I suppose really Kerry dominated the football in '75. They won the Under 21 All Ireland, that year. they won the Minor All Ireland, and they won the Senior All Ireland. But to see the problem with this Kerry team, they were a very very young side. Yeah. And I've looked at Dublin there in in, in 3 All-Ireland finals, and they started with the same team, and this was a very young Dublin side as well. So lots of people will say, look, that Kerry would would have won a, a lot more all ireland if they changed the team, or Dublin would have won a lot more all irelands if they hadn't uh, if they had changed the teams more regular. I suppose both men just stuck stuck to what they had. Look, and I suppose really, look, Kerry delivered the goods. Look, they won in seventy five. I suppose really, you know, they won in seventy five. They won in 78, 79, 80, 81. The last in 82, they came back. They won in 84, 85, and 86. So, this great Kerry team had won eight All-Alan finals, you know?
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, when you look at when you look at Dublin now, obviously, and, um, you you know, there was the, there was the team that won this. Obviously, the, they did the six in a row, a very talented Dublin team as well. But then, I mean, over the last two years, quite a lot of that high octane I suppose Dublin team that won that six in a row I go feeling you know Jack, Car- Jack, uh, or Jack McCaffrey uh, you know I suppose Owen Gara, Paul Mannion has retired now you know there's a lot of, a lot of those players uh, have retired now and the, and the players they're depending on the players coming through as well now obviously they always have because because they have such a large panel you know there's always there's ready-made there's ready-made players to, to come in because you know a lot of those players would have been blooded, you know, cups and in the National League.
1: But still, you have to have that conveyor belt coming from underage too, don't you? You do, and I can't I proved it with the conveyor belt when they won the five-in-a-row minors, look, and I suppose they proved it down through the years. But I suppose the same with Dublin, look, eh, you know. I mean, you have to have the young players coming through to replace, Like, but sometimes the old players can stay on too long. But look, in fairness, look, Dublin, look, they won six in a row. I don't think we'll ever again see I suppose that great Kerry team going back to him, when he all and Dublin won a few All-Arlands. I suppose really, as you say, look, you have to have the young players. Look, you have to find young blood coming through. And, of course, a traditional thing back in those days, right
0: up until, I suppose, recent years, um, was the tradition that there was always a minor match on beforehand. And, I suppose, look, looking at the minor match before, before the Senior All-Ireland in 1979, what were your general thoughts on that?
1: Uh, I didn't really look too much into now. I I think um who was in the minors in seventy nine? I'm not too sure now, you know, but um um I think it was I don't know it was a cork in Galway. I could be wrong in saying that. No being true for sure.
0: Yeah, because I both—I I I mean, the, those two counties were uh, traditionally great play. Great, uh, they traditionally had great minor teams, Cork and, and uh, Galway. It? I mean, well, you know, when you look at Galway, I suppose you know you look at you think of Jarlett's St. Mary's, you know, hopheads of uh, hotbed colleges that, that that produce quality players over the years and went on to uh, after that to, to produce more quality players. It's uh, you know there, there were always uh, there were always great it was always great to see the minor the minor games because then you had the chance so I to
1: think, see the- i think yeah i think sorry i think it was carrying dublin who won the final 79 i i'm i'm really i'm really 100% in saying that
0: yeah, i think it was yeah. Kerry carrying
1: dublin minors around the the final 79 but i suppose as you're saying yourself look i suppose really look you have to have find the young blood coming through look and you have to you know you find them in colleges in the same colleges in kerry you find them in the CBS. you find them in other colleges and all that you know but i suppose you you have to have it in the underage structure, and more, more, especially today.
0: And I suppose in Kerry as well. Going by your your own count, there, probably Scalp, Parkadeen, were, you know, they were they were in a number of All Irelands as well. They were there a couple of years ago. They they, they had a fine, um, they had a fine squad, they had a fine squad of players uh, winning the All Ireland. Um, you know, so there's there, there's great colleges in Kerry as well.
1: Oh, there is, yeah. And that's, that, that would have been a, a, a college in West Kerry. Like, and I suppose, really, in the last couple of years, Aidan, with all the development squads and the underage structures coming through, and I suppose, really, look, I suppose, with the population getting bigger and the interest getting when, when teams are getting good, you know, I suppose Kerry winning the few minor all else has, has produced more footballers, and I suppose have, have prompted young people to take up the football. And I suppose really look, I suppose it, it it starts in school, I suppose, really look, and I suppose look the traditional always keep going. Look, the convert the convert belt seems to be always coming through here in Kerry. Look, and look in the last couple of years, look, we found David Clifford. Look, and I suppose really if we can find another one at all like David, I suppose we'll be happy.
0: Yeah, he's kind of one in a, one in a generation type yeah. of player, isn't he? He's uh, one that doesn't come along very often. But uh I suppose exactly.
1: Yeah, He's like your Mike She or your Cullen Cooper. Exactly. You know? He's one of these players that just come along now and again. That's it. And of course, looking back on uh, to the
0: 1976 All-Ireland Final, as we always do every year, we look at the um, the, the All-Star team from that year and, of course, uh, quality players as
1: always. And as I highlighted, look, that Roscommon were beaten by a point this year. I thought this was a very, very good Roscommon side and they went to the final of year. They got three All-Stars this year. We start with number one, Paddy Cullen, got one in the goalie. Number two, the great U- Eugene Noody Hughes from Manning. Three, John O'Keefe. Four, your old man, Tom Hennigan from Westcommon. Five, Tommy John from Dublin. Six, Tim hoss for Kerry. The great Danny Murray from Westcommon at number seven. The great Damodelli from Ascommon at number eight. Bernard Brogan at number nine. Joe Power at number 10. The great Shawnee Welch at number 11. The Timpernall here, Pat Spillane at number 12. My own man, Mikey Shee at uh, at number thirteen. Uh, the golfers' father, Sean Laurie, the great Irish forward, at number fourteen, and Joe McGrath from Mayo at fifteen. So if you look at the all stars that year, Kerry got six, Dublin got three, Roscommon got three, Manahan, Athlone and Mayo got one each.
0: That's great, and and yeah, no, I don't. I don't think there was a, there'd be anyone that could argue with that, um, especially in that era w- with the quality that Roscommon had. It was great to see that, um, you know, that Roscommon had three all stars, and I think there could have been so many more because there are there are other there are other great players in that Roscommon side that 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 could have got an all star that year, given the quality. If you were to analyse that Roscommon team throughout the championship, there. They, I, I think. I think.
1: I think that Harry Keegan got one fall in the following year and I'm really sure that Danny Murray got one fall in the following year as well for Roscommon. I'm really sure that Roscommon got two or three um, All-Stars in, in 1980
0: as well. That's it. And uh, hopefully now this year can produce uh, a few more All-Stars for Roscommon as well. Wouldn't, wouldn't and Jerry Keneally
1: got one. Jerry Keneally got one as well that year in 1980, I think. He got one in 1980 uh, as well. That's great.
0: It's great to see, and hopefully now in the coming years, Roscommon players will, will start getting all stars as well. But I suppose it all depends on, uh, you know, performances and all that. But I think we, you know, Roscommon have that. They have uh, the quality coming together now. Uh, you know, the a good season so far. So you know, a, a lot of a, a lot of players are uh, coming together now, and they're they're starting.
1: Well, I've spoken to a lot of people down on the last couple of weeks, and we've went through things and. A lot of people are very, very impressed with Ross Common played this year in the league final. They played some superb and outstanding football, and I'll tell you, they'll be very happy to beat in Connacht.
0: That's it, and of course, as we know, um, we saw the game there the other night, uh, the Sligo uh, Sligo versus New York. In fairness, Sligo Sligo came out on top, but they were very uh, they were very lucky in the end. That was a very good performance by uh, by by New York, but I, I think the thing that will be Will be an adva- a huge advantage to New York. I mean, in previous years, if you you know if you were knocked out in the first round, especially for New York and London. They were knocked out, and that was it. But now they now both them and London go into a, the talchin Cup, so that means they get more they get more game time, which can only improve the side and give more give them more experience, and that'll uh, that 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 that'll
1: feed into their improvement in the coming years. Well, in in fairness, they're doing a pile of work in New York at the mor- in the moment, yeah. and there's a girl out there called John Hinchley. She's the chairman of the New York uh, board. She's from Kerry. She would have been a son, or, or, she would have been a daughter, sorry, of Dan Kiley who was a, a TD here in Tarbert, but they're doing a pile of work out there for, for the football in the last couple of years and any carry players or any other players that go out there from all over around, they look after them with jobs and stuff like that. So look, in fairness, they're they're, they're putting a good structure together back there. Look, and in fairness, look, they're, they're, they're going to get results in the cup, next couple of years as well
0: that's it and long, long may it continue and I mean uh, we'd, we'd also like to uh, remember Red Oak Murphy there as well uh, obviously he passed away a couple, of year, a couple of weeks ago there um, a very tough time maybe a, a motivation a, a, an extra motivation maybe for the for, for the Sligo team that they wanted to do it for him because obviously he was in the panel as well and he played as we mentioned he played Sergerson Cup as well great young talent and uh, you know a, a lad that with so much talent, he had gone too early. But um, you know, it's 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 not an easy time for for the players and for obviously for his family. So uh, you know, I suppose that, that that leads to a clash now between Roscommon and uh, and Sligo in in Markovic Park in, in the coming weeks. So that'll be an interesting game.
1: It will be a very interesting game, and you know, take nothing away. But I think that Roscommon are on the right on the best side of the draw this year, and I think if Roscommon can hold their form from the league, as you put, you know, league and championship, two different things. If they can keep the mindset and they can keep the ball going the way they, they can and their defensive structure and the way they're playing, they'll be very hard to beat. And of course, looking on the
0: other side of the draw, a very tough uh, semi-final uh, between Carrier, be, be, between, um, between Galway and Mayo. That'll be That'll be another interesting one
1: this weekend. It will, and you know something. I was very disappointed with Mayo in the league final this year, being Cholbeshire. I know they can beat him well, but I don't think it was a uh, Mayo's true performance. Because look, we we were lucky to to beat him in three But no, they what they didn't. They looked far from impressive in the league final, being Cholbeshire. But well, I suppose really
0: that they could they could say then that maybe they were missing a few players, but you'd imagine like you know with Killian O'Connor back taking the freeze. I know he was only brought on, um, you know, in in that final against Kerry. Um, you know he should add that uh, if he's starting the next day, he should add that that extra quality that maybe they were. That, although even without him, they were still doing, they still did did very well in the league. It was just kind of the oh, final.
1: They they have done very well in the league, did a great league campaign that went up to the final. But I mean, in fairness, if you look if you look at Galway, Galway were the only team that really went unbeaten through the league final and Ross Common put a halt to their gallop. A lot Ross Common found them out.
0: Yeah, that that's it. And hopefully now it'll be that'll that'll be a very interesting game to look forward to. And um, you know, you never know what could happen. It's it's uh, Connacht is one of those provinces that anything I could happen. Th- I,
1: later- I I think I think Connacht will be the hardest to come out of this year being Chocolate.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting because I mean, you know, you look at you look at Connacht and you have to say it'll be between bit. It'll be between um, Galway, Mayo, and Roscommon for that. But uh,
1: it's good to it's good to see um, New York and London back in it as well, isn't it? It is, yeah. And there's a pile of young lads from Tree uh, playing over in London as well. And I suppose really a good thing to this year we have the back door as well. So look, in fairness, look, you'll have a, a loser from each province. You'll have a, a provincial finalist that are beaten from each province. So look, I suppose you'll have the four provincial finalists leading, meeting backdoor qualifiers in the quarter final. And look, and I suppose look, in fairness, look, I suppose for any team to go out and win the All Ireland, I suppose really it's important to win your province as well.
0: That's it, and I think uh, you know back in that era there was no second chance. There was no, no there was um, no, second no qualifiers. It was, if if you lost, you were out, on that. Um, but listen thanks very much for doing the GA Memories for us this week and we look forward to doing it all again next week thank you very very much Ed and thank you again no problem thanks very much and that was uh, that was Tommy Downing our GA expert